Hey guys, I just want to let you know that this will be the last healthy conversation for season three, as I'll be taking a very short break and launching season four on Thursday, the 1st of October. If you enjoy this podcast, then please hit the subscribe button or follow if you're listening on an Android, so you don't miss a single episode of season four. I have a seriously incredibly exciting lineup of women joining me in season four. I'm bursting with joy to share these nourishing and insightful conversations with you because I know you are absolutely going to love them. So hit subscribe or follow and don't miss a single minute. I'll be back in your ears on Thursday, the 1st of October. Until then, there are over 100 episodes of The Healthy Hustlers available right now for you to get your boost of healthy enthusiasm and to help fuel your health and wellness goals. You can also join me on Instagram by following The Healthy Hustlers, where I'll be sure to make all the necessary updates about new episodes and guests, as well as sharing my normal tips, tricks, and advice for being the happiest, healthiest version of yourself. Welcome to The Healthy Hustlers Podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. Today's guest is joining me from Wollongong, New South Wales. Humble and kind, Tanya Poppet is a personal trainer and mum with a booming online community where she inspires hundreds of thousands of people across the world to move their body, have fun with fitness and most of all become happier. Tanya's workout style focuses on intent before intensity, giving her community the skills to get the most out of their training. Becoming a mum to her little boy in October 2019, Tanya regularly shares easy and convenient exercises that can be done with a baby on the beach, in the park, or in the comfort of your own home, proving that exercise does not need to be confined into the gym walls. I was lucky enough to meet Tanya about five years ago when she was known on Instagram as Achieving Balance. Today, she joined me for a healthy conversation about the highs and lows of 2020, how she has kept a positive mindset during times of uncertainty, and how motherhood has made her pivot and her greatest lessons during the pandemic. Here's Tanya. This episode of The Healthy Hustlers is in celebration of our Facebook community. If you are as obsessed with self-development and personal growth as I am, then come and join us by searching Healthy Hustlers Community on Facebook. With a key focus on health, mindset, business and manifestation, this is a place to be to get all of your top tips to support you on your journey of growth. Hello, Tanya, and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. How are you today? I am good. We just had a little family outing, so I'm feeling nice and refreshed and ready to have a chat to you. It's been a time since we've had a good chat. It has. Oh, my goodness. We met, what would it have been, like five or six years ago now, I think? Yeah, Yeah, like five years ago. Yeah. (laughs) I know. It was so nice. So I'm glad that I've got to meet you in person because we're obviously doing this online today due to COVID, which just... It seems to be never ending at the moment. Um, yeah. How are you and your family going? It's been such a crazy year. We're going pretty well at the moment. Like we in Sydney at the moment, we're out of the thick of it, I think, hopefully. Less, everyone's still a bit 
very cautious. We don't want to outbreak and go back to any sort of restriction. So everyone's still pretty cautious, but just playing it by ear at the moment and trying to experience every day as it comes. So I found it really good to just get out, out around our local area and explore and go do family things just together. And I think it makes you appreciate getting outdoors and getting out to your local area and find a new appreciation for what's surrounding you. So we've enjoyed doing that. I kind of wish we could have gone traveling this year. We had a few holidays in the bag, but um, yeah, turns out we couldn't go, but that's all right. Our local tourism is doing awesome. <laughs> Hopefully when you guys get out of lockdown, I reckon it'll go booming down in Victoria for sure. Yeah, I hope so. And it's so nice to hear you say that because I think there is, you know, even in tough times, there's some really beautiful silver linings that you can find. And, you know, I know we celebrated my daughter's first birthday on the weekend and I was saying to you how we were able to still get out and go for a ride and, you know, have have lunch, the three of us. And, you know, there's all these little moments you can still cherish, I think. And if you're looking for them, you can definitely appreciate them and be grateful for what you have. But, that being said, it has been a really, really tough year for everyone. What is one self-care practice that has really been helping you stay in a positive mind frame? Oh, definitely just getting my exercise in of a day. Especially in lockdown, you you can kind of just go through a day and not really do anything, I found, or just be at your computer doing work that's, that's serving you in the long run, but it's not serving you here now and getting like your body moving is just so good for your mental space as well and good for your productivity. So definitely having my workout and even trying to get outdoors as much as I could because I'm definitely an outdoor kind of girl. I don't like being stuck inside. Something I found really helpful because I don't know if you guys know at home, but I have a young son who is just about 11 months at the moment and right in the thick of COVID here he was like four to six months that age bracket and he didn't get out to see too many people but just doing like the three naps a day and I found myself trying to put him to sleep like constantly during during the day and Going out for a walk instead of just putting him in his cot was the best thing for me and getting him to sleep that way because it meant that I got to go outside and move my body and he got his nap and I didn't find that I was spending my whole day trying to put him to sleep. (laughs) So, yeah, that's probably the best thing, kind of self-care practice that I found while I was in isolation. Yeah, I love that. It's so important to get out for that walk. And Georgia's just at the point now where she won't fall to sleep in the carrier. But I like literally, like that was my favorite thing was like, okay, let's go for our morning walk. And then I'd flip her around right at the end and she'd fall to sleep on my chest. And then I'd just put her in the cot when we'd get home. It was so oh, nice. But that's so good. Yeah. So definitely if any mums are listening, cherish those moments because they seem to just slip away very, very yeah. quickly. But yeah, I think that's such good advice. And 
just being able to move your body and, you know, getting that fresh air is so, so important for our, for our mental wellbeing. Um, cause I think it is quite easy, especially at times like this where we can feel like maybe we've been given more time or given this extra time that we do often jam pack it with work or, you know, massive to do lists in the business. And exactly what you said, it's, it's not really serving us physically in our mind. So I think that's such a good reminder. Yeah, and you feel like you have to use that time too because you never shut off when you work. Like I work from home often. That's what I do at the moment because I'm not in the gym. So I find myself like I don't turn off if I am working from home because you don't have those solid work hours. And definitely when my partner was working from home, he fell into that trap too. It's like a productivity competition with yourself. So true. And you find those like small pockets of time, you know, after doing the dishes, the washing or like, you know, all of live jobs and you're like, oh, I better jump on the computer and check emails or get back to this. And it's exactly, you just don't have those moments to actually just switch off and to recharge. With all of that, how have you really prioritized your health? Those walks were really big for me and getting outdoors, as I said before, but Even with my partner, we take time, like when he was working from home, which was particularly helpful during COVID, we'd do a little swap where one person would go have some time to themselves to either do some sort of movement or whatever they needed to do and then give the other person some free time and that's really helpful. I think you definitely need to have some alone time. I don't know if a lot of people at home are stuck in isolation alone but if you're stuck in isolation with a partner as much as you love them you still need some alone time so (laughs) definitely that is good for our mental health and our emotional health but um yeah physical health as I said before just getting my workout in or even if it's just a walk is the best thing I think for anyone's physical health is just moving your body whatever that looks like for you and yeah we are pretty lucky with our food situation I get my we get our meals delivered which is really good and really simple but also just having nice fresh food and veggies we get an organics box too with fruit and veggies and just trying to keep everything else in check Yeah, that's so good. And it's so convenient having those services, especially if you're in Victoria or you guys, I guess, are still in it a bit where going to the supermarket, it can actually almost be quite an anxious experience now. Rather, I used to love doing my food shopping and now I just find myself quite riddled with anxiety of like, you know, touching things and, you know, being served and that. So I think you know, having that stock of stuff or of the deliveries is such a good idea at the moment and obviously super convenient to make sure that you are staying on top of your your health and your well-being. I guess, you know, it's obvious now and if anyone follows you, they know that you have such a burning passion for health and fitness. How did you first discover this? I've kind of been really interested in my health and fitness since I was like a teenager. I went the wrong way you could say into health and fitness when I was really young I um went a bit on the obsessive side as a teenager I found myself reading into the wrong things taking things a little too literally that were out there published in like health magazines and I don't think it's really for 
teenagers who are so impressionable to be reading that those things. But I feel like even teenagers nowadays with social media are very impressionable and do take things that we say literally. So as adult women in this space, we do need to be careful of what we say. But yeah, I found myself going down this obsessive track with food and exercise and only really getting out of it when I was about going into my 20s, really. I went kind of up and down yo-yo dieting and I just finally found this space when I was doing my PT course while I was at uni and discovering that, yeah, maybe what I was doing to my body wasn't the best long-term and I discovered that, like, I don't know if anyone follows me, that I'm really focused on intent before intensity and trying to use movement more as an intentional practice where I'm learning to move my body's body in different ways more on a performance side of things and longevity side of things rather than moving to burn calories. So I'm really big on using movement as something that's going to add to my day and add to my lifestyle. So trying to just get better at different types of exercise and different types of training and experience all different types of training and have some sort of intention behind my movement practice and rather than just slogging it out and beating myself up and using exercise as a source of punishment, which we're steering away from in the industry, but it's still a little bit of an underlying key in there with all the message messages that you hear being sprouted by the media. Yeah, I absolutely love your approach and I've been following you for years now and I'm especially enjoying all your exercises where you use your son. I'm like, oh, that's so handy. I can do that in the bedroom while I'm trying to get Georgia to sleep. <laughs> so yeah. using that time wisely. But um, yeah, it is, it's such a beautiful approach and it is quite scary to think, you know, I often think about when we were young, we didn't even have a lot of the influences that girls do now um, oh, with social media and, you know, Instagram wasn't wasn't around. And it's quite frightening to think how much is actually put out online that maybe isn't necessarily the best or healthiest approach for people. So I really, I really love your approach and I think it, it's such a beautiful way and, and such a beautiful encouragement of getting people to move their body. Um, for anyone who might not know you or doesn't follow you online, what would you say your elevator pitch is? I suppose it's just taking, putting fun into fitness. So a lot of my movements are sometimes a bit out there and maybe they're not the most effective movement for a certain performance goal or if you're an athlete you probably wouldn't do the stuff that I do it's just mainly to make movement fun because I find I could get people in the gym if I'm there coaching them through like a split squat and a good like or a pull up a chest press or anything like that in the gym through a nice cohesive periodized program but if I'm trying to promote a positive attitude towards health and fitness to the general public who are just watching me on Instagram and trying to get inspired to move I want it to be fun and I want people to know that movement you can experiment with movement you can get outdoors with movement and it doesn't have to be this thing that fits in the box or inside the walls of the gym 
So, yeah, I'm very big on promoting a positive attitude towards fitness and making it more on the fun aspect of things and not take it so seriously. I think one of the biggest flaws that people find in their approach to fitness is they take a road that's probably not sustainable because they're not enjoying it. They choose something that they have to slog out or they're doing a program where they're not committed because there's no fun in it. There's no enjoyment into it. And I think if we take, put more fun into it and take the sustainable route, we'll be better for it long-term. And I think that's exactly why you have such an engaged following is because you are putting that fun into it and people love that and it becomes enjoyable then, not that, you know, I have to do this or, you know, like you said earlier, punishing yourself. Um, Yeah, exactly. We've already, you know, spoken that 2020 has been quite the ride and everyone listening knows that for themselves. But I guess what has been one of your greatest lessons so far this year? I think just to enjoy the little stuff. My little family in particular, we are just loving going out on little, these tiny little outings to places we we knew about, but we hadn't really been around our local area. So we're really enjoying just doing that and just spending time together. And even my family, who I'm not living with, my parents and my siblings, getting to see them is just a novelty now because we went through a couple of months where it wasn't an option and I think when you have that or you experience that you never know what it's going to be like and when you're going to see them again so yeah appreciating some quality family time is definitely a big one and being able to socialize with our friends and family and know that you don't have to have these extravagant experiences or travel the world to have some good quality fun times. We'll be right back after this healthy break. I recently shared my top reads in an Instagram post and you guys went nuts with the saves. It got me thinking, as a regular listener of this podcast, I'm taking it that you are as obsessed with self-development and personal growth as I am. Well, I want us to be able to share, connect and inspire each other on this journey, which is why I've launched Healthy Hustlers Community Group on Facebook. Join me and other hustling females as we learn, grow and evolve together in a supportive community. I'll be sharing inspiring books that have changed the game for me, hosting Facebook Lives with special guests on an array of topics focused on mindset, manifestation, health and business. Plus, I'll regularly share my top tips and exercises, healthy recipes and loads more to support you on your journey of growth. Are you ready to be part of a supportive network of like-minded hustlers, all eager to show up and be the best version of themselves? Then join us by searching Healthy Hustlers Community on Facebook or simply click the link in the show notes. See you there. It's definitely been something that I've thought about a lot this year is um, there's a quote, be grateful for the small things because one day they might become the big things. And this year has just been such a reminder that all of those things are exactly the big things and they are what are enabling us to still be able to fill up our cup and to bring some form of joy or happiness, you know, to our world. So, yeah, I'm like you, I'm definitely feeling a lot of gratitude for still being able to just get outdoors or go for a ride or spend all this quality time with with the baby. (laughs) Um, Yeah. 
You know, you already mentioned that you did have to give up a few holidays this year. And I know anyone listening would be in that situation in some way, shape or form. We have had just such little control over this year and plans and people's worlds really have been turned upside down in some way or another. What would be some of your top tips for shifting your mindset when it comes to change? Or how did you find yourself, you know, shifting out of a a negative mindset when you had to make those changes? I suppose it is just looking at the positives. And one of the biggest positives for me, having a new little boy into my world, was having my partner being able to work from home. So he was forced to work from home for a couple of months, which was actually awesome because it meant that Lawrence got to spend some real quality time with Joff and Joff could be flexible with his work hours and they got to interact a whole lot more. And if you can see some sort of positive in a seemingly overwhelmingly negative situation, then it's going to make you a stronger and more resilient person. So yeah, being able to find some sort of positive as hard as you need to look, whether it be that you have time for a new hobby or that you even have time to finally watch Netflix (laughs) and chill, (laughs) that is fine. Even if you're spending the day having a little binge watch, don't, don't spend all your days doing that. But yeah, having some time where you can just chill and relax and find some sort of positivity in this situation where we've found ourselves in and we do have you're right we don't have a lot of control over the external things but we can we have control over what we do and how we respond so it's just important to remember that yeah it's such good advice and I think it's so important and you know especially for any Victorians that are listening and I guess you know we're still right in the thick of it and just had our lockdown extended which is well, it's extremely disheartening, to be honest, and it just feels like this never, ever ending process. But, you know, like you said, with resilience, I just all weekend, you know, once we got that news, I just kept thinking like, wow, we are going to come out of this so resilient as, as, you know, as a state. And, you know, everyone's been through it in some way, shape or form, but I guess I'm purely speaking on behalf of of Victorians here and I just you know even if like you said you're watching Netflix during this time or you know I know I'm making the most of being able to have day naps because my days aren't too hectic you know we just we will come out of it so resilient and so much stronger on the other side I think so yeah that's such beautiful advice Um, you have mentioned your little man who you welcomed in November last year how is being a mum it is a wild ride. <laughs> it is pretty crazy. Yeah, I've, I've, I love every minute of it, and he, like, uh, it's just crazy. You never really understand until you go through the whole thing of becoming a mum, growing a human, giving birth to this beautiful little human, and then nurturing them and loving them like anything else. It's crazy. It's and it's crazy what it does to your emotions, but <laughs> yeah, it's so beautiful to be able to share the world with someone like that, with someone that you've grown and it's a part of, he, like, he's a part of me and Joff, the, like, my partner and partner for life. So yeah, pretty special and 
whilst it is very special, it is very, very challenging. <laughs> and I'm sure you can attest to that. It's, yeah, it's yeah. definitely, I like what you said. It's a wild ride. It's so true. It's like the, the most emotions you could experience in one day or one week possible. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You're like, you've never, oh, it's just crazy. You want so bad for them to go to sleep so you can have some free time. And then when they're asleep, you're like, oh, I want you to wake up. <laughs> you're so cute. Why did I want you to go to sleep and play with me? Oh my goodness. It is so true. My husband and I always joke that we're like, oh, we work so hard to get her to sleep. And then she goes to sleep and we just sit on the couch and watch videos and and look at photos of her. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's so true. I guess how has motherhood changed you? Oh, definitely learning to become more flexible. I am someone who loves routine, but Laurie doesn't, my little baby. He is, he's never sleeping at the exact same time every day. And no matter how hard I try to get him into a routine, he does not want a bar of it. So, yeah, it's definitely got me to be a little bit more flexible with my working hours and when I can train in the day and all of that. And he's very much a free spirit. <laughs> so, he goes to bed when he wants to go to bed and he eats when he wants to eat and I don't have too much control over that. So I'm definitely much more of a more flexible person, which is good. It's a good good characteristic to have, I think. <laughs> that is so funny. Georgia is like the polar opposite and I must be the opposite oh, really? to you because I have been <laughs> so – I've always been really bad with routine and it's something that yeah. I've always like – I know that you need it to thrive and I I try so hard to get in good routines. And I guess it was a lot easier before I had a baby to get in good routines and when I didn't work for myself. But she just thrives so much in routine. So I feel like I'm constantly being challenged to stick to a routine. And when I don't, it just all goes to shit, really. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my goodness, Maddie, just stick to the routine and you'll be fine. (laughs) But I like keep trying to push the boundaries. So that's really Uh, funny that you're having that experience. It's They're definitely here to teach us, I think. Like I just – I can't help but to feel that all the time. Like it's, you know, these qualities that we we need or we need to strengthen in our world, I think, is what they're here to teach us. Yeah, for sure. And how have you found being a working mama? How have you kind of – have you found balance here or is it still, I guess, you know, that real constant readjustment? Definitely a constant readjustment and I – do not have it all figured out. I am always just chasing my tail at the end of the day. I'm always trying to find time here and there and get things done by the skin of my teeth. (laughs) I'm always like right on the deadline. So yeah, it's definitely a battle and I'm, I'm still figuring it out, but it's a fun battle to have. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, like my time spent playing with my little one so I can't complain yeah yeah. mum guilt gets pretty hard like when you do have to just get your head down and get some work done and if they really need you it can be difficult to balance that out and find the happy medium but it's difficult but wouldn't have it any other way Have you had to make any major changes or shifts with the business since having a baby? 
I am currently not doing any face-to-face PT or training, which is a big thing for me. And I really love doing the face-to-face stuff. And I think that's where I thrive. But yeah, I'm mainly stuck to online at the moment. So yeah, that's a bit of a big shift for me. And I suppose everyone had to make that shift with COVID anyway. So I don't think I'm too far behind the eight ball. But yeah, I'm very excited to get back into some face-to-face PT and where I I told you before we started recording the podcast, but we're actually moving and I'm planning to deck out my new garage. It won't be ready until the start of next year, but deck out my new garage into a garage gym and I'll be having some PT clients in there, which I'm super excited because it's been my dream forever is to just go down to my garage gym and take on some clients and that's where I'm happiest. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's so exciting and something so nice for you to look forward to during this yeah. crazy year to start fresh next year. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, hopefully COVID allows for that. Anyway, oh, no. Fingers crossed. Hopefully we'll be on top of it. Yeah. Well, imagine if this happened like 10 years ago. No one would have had this online capabilities that we have now, which is just actually fortunate in this unfortunate situation. Absolutely. I think, you know, if this had have happened, you know, even almost five years ago, we would not be where we are today and the ability we've had to be able to pivot so quickly and and make change, but still have fully functioning businesses. It's it's pretty impressive, I guess. Um, I guess one of the other silver linings that we can be grateful for at these times. How has it impacted? Because you do travel a bit for work with, you know, your brand partnerships and stuff like that. How has that work slowed down or been impacted with having a child? A fair bit. Like I was scheduled to be on retreat this year. So one of the major companies I work with is Active Escapes and they do fitness retreats overseas and in Australia And obviously one of the biggest things with that is that you need to travel and we did have one scheduled for October this year in Noosa, which unfortunately won't be be happening with, um, yeah, the current situation. But it was a bit of a shift around doing those retreats, but I'm fortunate enough that the man who owns the retreat, the couple, sorry, that own the retreat have just had their own newborn baby which is really excited and they're currently trying to rework the business so that they can allow some uh, family retreats so that'll be good for me as well hopefully next year when maybe restrictions will ease a little bit but yeah that's one company that I work with and other brands like I, I deal with a for my app I deal with a company based in Canada and the US so yeah a bit of filming got pushed back with that but on the whole a lot of the things that I can do are online so that was pretty good for me anyway. Yeah absolutely it's crazy to just think how many people have been impacted like when you talk about active escapes and I think you know their whole business is revolved around one travel and two being in groups and it's like definitely that's your whole business directly affected by this and I think COVID's really just shown how interconnected we all are 
and mm-hmm. also how much businesses, yeah, have been revolved around these things that we're now not allowed to do. It just feels so strange, to be honest. Like I still am trying to get my head around it and I hear comments like you saying that and I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, like that's been impacted. Like I feel like it's just this constant reminder of how much impact this virus is actually having on us and our world. I'm hoping for those interest industries that do thrive on social gathering and like being together do and travel as well do thrive maybe in the years to come when we realise what we had and we maybe took it for granted. So I think people will be a bit more like, yeah, let's travel now because we don't know when we'll be able to do it. So I think, yeah, in those respects, like I know even in New South Wales since our travel lift internally has been lifted, oh, my gosh, it is impossible to book an Airbnb anywhere, (laughs) a nice one anyway. Really? Everyone is travelling everywhere, middle of the week, weekend, doesn't matter, which is awesome. Awesome it's for local tourism. So good. But, so good. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully we continue to see that like in our country when the border, you know, the state borders are lifted as well. I know we've definitely, definitely spoken like it's obviously going to be a long time before we're allowed overseas again. And, you know, we've spoken about what a beautiful opportunity to even just see our country. And it's so easy to jump on a plane and go overseas, but there's so much beauty here as well. So, you know, hopefully we can see those industries and and our local tourism thriving again in time to come. But that's so nice to hear that it is in New South Wales. I really hope it does in Victoria as well, which I'm sure it will because, you know, after this restrictions – Summer's exactly. coming up. Yeah, we're going to be going into the best time of year to be free, which is exciting for yeah. everyone. <laughs> yeah. I guess my final questions for you, which I would love to know, is what does happiness look like for you? Well, I suppose it was today we just went down to the National Park and there's this beautiful beach, Guatemala, and it's just so nice to – I just felt this really – this feel of nostalgia because I used to go there all the time but I was able to share it with my little family and Laurie was there picking up sand and letting it sink out of his fingers again. That's his favourite little activity. He can oh. do it for hours as he picks it up and watches it sprinkle out of his fingers. And, yeah, Joff and I and my partner were just sitting there eating some bread and hummus and lying on the beach and that was probably – the epitome of happiness to me. I love just being outdoors and being able to share such beautiful spots with my little family is just awesome. And seeing Lawrence just be so happy and content doing the littlest thing, just picking up sand and watching it sprinkle out of his fingers. It's hilarious. And yeah, that makes me so happy. Aren't children just the most beautiful reminder of the simple things and to just stop and be present like I just am so grateful for Georgia for reminding me of that every day and it sounds like you are too (laughs) yes has she got any funny little things like that he's yeah he's so hilarious with sand well it's been really hard I guess to because we have been so restricted to being home it's been a really interesting time for her because a lot of her quirks have come out in 
within the home, like things like the pantry, like she's obsessed with throwing things off the shelf and like I kind of let her go wild because we don't have have an outdoors or anything at home. So she goes up to the bookshelf and then to the pantry and then I've got this cupboard of Tupperware that I let her go in and she's got this like – killer throw like I, I've never seen anything before where she'll just like whip all the books off the bookshelf and they go so quick and then she'll just look at me so proud like haha mum you have to clean that and it's the cutest thing um, but I think it's just like I actually am just really obsessed with watching her eat so the way she looks at food like I put food on her high yeah. chair and she would like you just see her picking it up and like, oh, how am I going to hold this? And then trying to fit it all in her mouth and then it comes out of yeah. her mouth. And I always just <laughs> say to her, oh, Georgia girl, like I could just watch you eat all day. It's just I love just that innocence of discovering things and, and them seeing things for the first time. So I think it's just a really beautiful reminder every day to just to slow down and to just be present and, and take in those moments because – you know, beforehand, I was definitely rushing through a lot of them. But then now it's like, I don't have anywhere to be except for with you. (laughs) It's so fun because it just lets you experience things for the first time again as well. Like I see Laurie like eating a strawberry and he's just like mushing it into his face (laughs) and ripping it apart. And I'm like, yeah, strawberries are the best, aren't they? (laughs) It's so true. Oh, it's such a, such a beautiful experience. And definitely something we're both obviously very, very grateful for. But thank you so much for our chat today. Uh, I know it's one we've actually spoken about doing for quite a while, so I'm glad that we've made yeah. it work. And yeah, I've really appreciated your time and, and all your beautiful words and wisdom. So thank you for joining me. Oh, no worry, Madeline. It was really nice to be able to connect again. And I hope next time we see each other, it's in person. So we'll see. I'd love to go down to Melbourne eventually, but I don't know when that's on the cards. But, yes, yeah. well, hopefully I can see you in person first, uh, soon, I should say. And I hope your little man has the best first birthday in the next month. Oh, it's so, you. what is he two months away? Um, so, one month away. About one, uh, yeah, on the 11th of October is his birthday. So, not okay. long. And oh, I still so haven't nice. planned it. So, <laughs> we'll see how we go. Don't worry, I'm sure you'll have a beautiful day. I think just being together is is the most important thing. That's definitely something that I learned from George's first birthday on the weekend is you don't need all the frills and whistles. It's just all they want is you. They're most special people. Um, So I'm sure you'll have a beautiful time. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.